This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Welcome back to Create the Next. I'm Chris Bentliff, and I'm joined back again today uh, with Jerry Quinn. And Jerry, today we're talking about business in Long Island, and I'm curious about um, your thoughts on doing business in Long Island, and I'm really sort of interested in maybe your journey, how, how, how that started. So talk us uh, through a little bit, just what's your uh, professional experience, how long you've been in Long Island, and, and kind of what's been your trajectory of professionalism over there? Sure. Uh, well, number one, uh, thank you, Chris, for uh, having me once again, always uh uh, good to have these conversations and learn the bits and pieces that we do. I agree. Um, I've actually lived uh, most of my life on Long Island. Uh, I grew up as a, on Eastern Long Island, actually, which is a distance from the city, but um, started actually off my career at a defense company, which at one point was uh, a, a, a big uh, piece of the Long Island economy. The defense and uh, commercial aviation had a strong history on Long Island with uh, Grumman uh, being a, a big player there and uh, the lunar module and a number of other things historically happening there. Um, over the last 30 years or so, actually, for my entire career, that's kind of changed and the, and the economy's diversified quite a bit away from that. So when you think about, I don't know, what that's been for Long Island because Long Island can be an insular sort of uh, area. People can, as you do, they can stay there their whole lives. They can grow uh, building uh, relationships and businesses and whatever. How does that, I don't know, how does that change? Do you feel like there's a lot of sort of old guard and business as usual in that way? Or is there a lot of new guard that's kind of coming in? And what's that uh, juxtaposition like? I think I think it's an interesting juxtaposition. I think exa- that's exactly the right word for it. Um, there are something like three million people in on Long Island, not counting Queens and Brooklyn, uh, and a lot of people on on Long Island because we're in the shadow of you know Manhattan and New York City. Uh, take the Long Island Railroad, go and commute to the city and and Wall Street and all those jobs, whatever. But the the Long Island community has kind of been that uh, that some one of the original suburbs, uh, mm-hmm. Levittown being one of the first planned communities on the island back in the fifties, and it's a small community. It, it's a um, a small community of three million people. Is that word a juxtaposition? That's um, a small community of three million people. That's uh, that's yeah. the title for the podcast. How does that change? Or what business challenges does that uh, represent or, or present or create? Well, uh, again, there's that, that continued diversity. Uh, Long Island also has a, a strong history of innovation with uh, Brookhaven Lab and Cold Spring Harbor Lab. So they, they cover uh, ground that goes from uh, particle accelerators to DNA and genome sequencing in, in the last 20 years, having still having that base of aviation, manufacturing, whatever, and new companies coming in all the time. Stony Brook University and the universities are there. It's a it's a very educated population as well. And so there's a lot of there's always new and changing ideas. There's entrepreneurs with uh, great new, you know, change the world ideas. So 
When you uh, think about Long Island, is there a demographic or even an, an age demographic that seems best represented? So you talked, you just mentioned manufacturing. Uh, I'm imagining the family business where, we, you know, we've been around uh, for two, three, four generations. We've been in the same building since, you know, 1900-something. And then you've got, as you just pointed out, this kind of cutting-edge med tech, probably some incubators in that realm. And, and it, it, you know, back to that idea of juxtaposition, how does that old guard or these old sort of family businesses how do they sit right next door to and alongside the 20-something startup who's going to, you know, change the world? How does that change business and the culture of business at large, do you feel like, in this small community of 3 million people? I think it makes for an, an interesting mix and, and, and great diversity, but they do stand, by, stand side by side alongside each other. Long Island's really not a place where you'll find the Fortune 500 headquarters building, or even a lot of Fortune 500 main businesses. It's not a place for a manufacturing business, but those privately held, mid-sized and startup companies, yeah, that, that family business that's to the second, third generation that continues to grow. And you'll have some that are continuing almost as that lifestyle business. But I businesses, even, you know, those family businesses still have to continue to grow, still have to continue down that uh, life cycle of a business. Uh, you, you do see those private equity company, companies coming in and picking up those, those third generation family businesses. What's interesting is it's not unlike conversations we've had on this podcast about Philadelphia, which is another, you know, uh, colonial Outpost. It's another. Uh, it's it's been here as long as the country has been here, and so you're going to have a different sense of culture, of uh, economics, of even sort of familial representation than you will out here on the West Coast, where you know we're new school. Chicago, same kind of thing. You've got this old school kind of mentality that butts right up against today's fast and digital. Well. Particularly the maybe maybe the timing for this podcast being just after nine eleven, um, we're New Yorkers, man. You know, New York tough. Um, uh, the resilience, the the idea of even now with the with COVID and the pandemic over the last year or so, those people that were commuting to the city that have had so much has changed, and it's it continues to change what the economy is. Create the Next is brought to you by Pro CFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. Pro CFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, Pro CFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC financial flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com What a great uh, sort of uh, reminder of who we're dealing with, you know? Uh, and, and as Jerry just pointed out, we are just days away from the 20th anniversary of, of 9-11 as, as we're talking about that. How does that toughness, that sort of resiliency show up in business, especially if you put your, your CFO hat on for a minute and you're talking to that, that old guard, you know, I'm the third generation CEO or whatever. 
How do you, how do you, what are the dynamics of that relationship that are unique? I don't know that it's unique to Long Island, but that idea of thinking, you know, a hardened New Yorker, you know, this is the city that never sleeps, you know, uh, all those, make it there, you can make it anywhere, makes those, those conversations. These are um, business people who, who can play with the best, Yeah, you know, um, uh, and those, those growing businesses, these, these entrepreneurs have, have ideas and, and ways of doing things and, and, you know, you know, change the world kind of stuff. Is that new school welcome or do they kind of have to prove themselves? Do they kind of have to earn their, earn their stripes? Uh, it's New York. I think you got to earn your stripes. <laughs> you know, um, uh, is it welcome? Is it, um, you, you certainly have to earn that respect, um, but it certainly can be earned. The, you know, uh, sharp business person gets it done. Um, what we can do is with, you know, pro CFO partners and our CFOs and our team is brings that skill set, that experience um, to a lot of these companies, to a lot of these. Again, it's, it's connecting those pieces together that uh, that great new change the world idea still needs that experience. And having lived through some of the life cycles, there's kind of uh, been there, done that in some cases. You know, that's a great point. And I, I think, too, do you agree that there's a, I don't know, a built in uh, credibility component when it's not some, you know, some some valuable, very talented person who's from Portland, Oregon, coming in to sort of give some advice to this third generation Long Island guy or even the startup. But instead, it's a, yeah, I'm a Long Island guy. I get it. Do you feel like there's sort of a, a camaraderie that's built in or even a trust factor that's kind of built in? Oh, sure. It's, uh, I mean, it's even in the accent, right? Um, uh, <laughs> That's true. And, and, and that the, the Long Island economy is not an insular economy. Hmm. We're selling internationally. You know, these, these companies that are growing, um, yes, there's, there's a large population in that tri-state area, but these up-and-coming companies um, are looking to distribute and, and be international. Let's talk about those up and coming. What do you see as the future? What's the next decade? What's 20 years from now? How is business going to be different or changed? Do you feel like in Long Island? Oh, you know, you, you still go back to, and, and maybe this is just uh, uh, a feeling of what the last year and a half has been is, is the, that, that hybrid work environment, you know, that um, people working, if not, home all the time or from home um, part-time and people having changed their their priorities in, in their lifestyle and what's happened over the last year and a half. Another thing about Long Island is it's a really great place to live. Hmm. Okay. Um, beautiful beaches, uh, a lot of tourism, you know, shadow of the city, things to do. Um, having and having that access. Um, Long, uh, Long Island and New York is a easily accessible with the number of airports, trains, uh, public transportation that's here. So it, it certainly changes the business environment and, and where it'll be in 10 years is, that's a tough question, man. Do you feel like some of those uh, incubators, some of that new, that cutting edge med tech or technology companies, the, the things that are, are, are kind of making their, putting their footprints in now, 
uh, are they edging out some of the old guard, that old manufacturing, those old three and four generations, or is everybody finding their place and they're all going to find a way to thrive and survive and, and, and keep doing what they do for the next generation or two? You know, it, it's always, it's going to be that, that mix, you know, not, not everyone's going to thrive and survive, but those, those companies that are doing the right thing that are, that are following, uh, best practices and the right principles and stuff. And those new technologies, whether it be neuroscience or everything going on with DNA, I mean, Long Island has a vital um, generic pharma business and growing. It's, it's uh, continues to grow. And, and uh, things like COVID testing, it's, it's amazing where some of the uh, um, technology, some of the te- technology transfer has, has led us in a short period of time. It's fascinating stuff. Jerry Quinn, lifelong Long, Long Islander. Thanks for sharing some time with us today. It was really interesting um, uh, to get to know you a little bit more, but also to get to, to know business in Long Island. I love the idea that it's kind of this outpost of NYC so that you can do the business there, but it's also its own, you know, OG, original kind of <laughs> place with its own culture and personality. This small business, the small town of three million people. Uh, That's great. You've been really, uh, really insightful and generous with your time today. Thanks for sharing it with us. Thank you, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.